You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. Ceremony is the second book in the Welcome to Our Country series, co-written by Adam Goods and Ellie Lang and illustrated by David Hardy. The book Ceremony is a celebration of the change of season and the ancient cultural practices of the Adnyamadna people and many other Aboriginal clan groups around Australia. In the sidelines of the launch of Ceremony this Tuesday, April 12, I'm joined on NITV Radio by Ellie Lang and David Hardy to explore this exciting new children's book. Welcome to NITV Radio, Ellie and David. Thank you so much for having us. Good to be here. The first book in this series of books was launched last year with um, was Somebody's Land and was a runaway success around the country. And after this phenomenal success, Ceremony is now being launched, promising to be another hit with children, parents and families across the country. So before we explore this new book, can you tell us about yourself and how you embarked on this publishing project? Starting with you, Ellie. Well, thank you for having us, us both on. So a little bit about me. I, I live in Sydney, in um, the northern beaches of Sydney, Garamagal land. I uh, have two little boys, six and three now, uh, and um, I, I work in communications. I was a journalist for many years. I, in fact, worked for SBS for a short period um, in my life. So this whole series came about for me when a number of years ago now, my eldest son, Harvey, who was about three at the time, um, and like a lot of kids around Australia, goes to daycare or was going to daycare and preschool. And he came home and we were sitting around the dinner table and out of the blue, he, he recited an acknowledgement of country, which of course happens quite a lot in daycare settings and preschool settings and school settings around the country these days. I was really taken aback by it and I was quite emotional about it. What overcame me in that moment was this incredible sense of hope for our future, that he was a three-year-old boy saying these words that were, you know, very important and very special. He probably didn't fully appreciate what he was saying at all, but that one day he would. And it prompted me, um, because my generation um, and and as a non-Indigenous Australian, you know, we were just not exposed Um, we we didn't have the education as young people about our Aboriginal history, um, about our country's truth. And and, and so I thought, oh, look, I'll I'll see if I can go and find a book that Harvey and I can read together um, about this and and then so I could continue that conversation with him. But I also knew of Adam Goods. So I had been a journalist for many years and my husband had worked at the Sydney Swans for many years where Adam had played football so I thought, oh, you know, I'll just call, I'll just call Goodsy and, and, and ask him if he knows of any good books or had any thoughts. And then so Adam and I connected and we knew of each other. We weren't great friends, but we knew who each other were. And because we'd met at events and I'd covered stories of his when I was a reporter and the like. And I said, look, Adam, this is just what's happened. It's really incredible. Do you know of any good books? And then, by the way, have you ever thought about writing one? And he said, in, you know, he said, well, yes, Ellie, I have. Because in that moment, he had his first daughter, Adelaide, who was about seven months old at the time. So he was in this stage of his life where he had become a dad. He was doing a lot of reading to Adelaide. I was doing a lot of reading to my boys. We loved reading. Well, we love reading. We love great stories. We know what kids like in a story. And we started talking about well, what a book might look like. And then here we are. You know, and, um, and, and Adam really wanted 
to do not just one, but a series, because there are so many stories to tell. So here we are launching book two, as you say, Ceremony. Yeah, Ceremony is a very beautiful book. I've had a chance to get my review copy. But before we dive into this book, Ceremony, David, could you tell us a bit about yourself as well? We already know you a bit as a First and foremost, as an illustrator with a stellar career with uh, Disney. I live in Sylvania, which is the southern suburbs of Sydney, uh, Darawal country. Yeah, and I lived in the Philippines for three three years. I worked on uh, two films for Disney overseas, and that's where I met my wife. She's She was one of the artists uh, that we worked together on Fox and the Hound 2. I've got two kids. Yeah, Summer's 10, Caden is 15. No, so he's taller than me. He always looks down on me, looks over me. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm a traditional uh, 2D animator. So I used to draw on paper. So after that all uh, finished and uh, came back to Australia, I still wanted to be creative and I still was pretty stubborn. I, I wanted to use a pencil. I didn't want to go down the computer way of, of doing things. So I decided to write a book myself, you know, just working out all different art styles, and then I ended up going back to <laughs> computer anyway um, because it was the easiest way of doing things. Like I've got a tablet, which it's basically doing it traditionally just on a, on a tablet. Um, it's easier that way because if you make a mistake, you can just undo rather than, you know, also get a canvas out and start again. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so then I, was, I started getting into the, you know, did a couple of books here and there and, and I finally got a call from uh, Ellen and Unwin and they said, oh, you know, like, are you interested in, in doing a book? And I was like, well, I mean, it does take a lot of time because I work full time as, as an artist. And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, like I've, I've basically had enough. And they told me what it was about and like no names were brought up yet. And, you know, it's about, you know, when the white people first came to Australia. And I was just like, wow, like that's, that's like, really important especially for me being an aboriginal man myself uh and my mother like going through you know the stolen generation so i I mainly did it for her and then there was just an added bonus when they said oh you know adam and ellie had written it i was just like you know count me in you know like they just told me the the basis of the story and i was just like that's it's too important for especially a proud aboriginal man myself like it's yeah it's just an honor to be a part of yeah, David, I must commend you for the very beautiful drawings, uh, really the grace of the dance moves, uh, beautiful happy kids, actually even happiness oozes out of your drawings. But diving deep into the book, it is not just a book about uh, ceremony as the title implies, it's also a book about celebrating language, Ellie. When we started writing the book, we didn't incorporate language at the first instance. So, but we knew that we, what we wanted in the second book was something that was really fun and a bit cheeky. You know, Adam and I had a conversation about how so many of the um, Aboriginal people that we had met and had in our lives had a really great sense of humour about them and they have a great sense of cheek. And we just thought, well, let's go, let's try and do something that's a bit fun and a bit funny with our second book. And that's what we wanted to do. So we had um, rhyming language as well, which Adam and I both really like reading to our kids. So we wanted to have that great sense of rhythm and rhyme. And the first book, obviously, Somebody's Land, it doesn't rhyme, but there is this great sense of rhythm 
to it. Um, and so we started doing um, ceremony. And as we were doing it, what was really important was that it's set in Ajnamatna country, where Adam's from, in the Flinders Ranges in South Australia. So it was really important that we were um, accurately depicting the, the scene and, and uh, David can talk a little bit more about how he did that and, and how we shared that information with him so he could bring it to life. But so there was a lot of consultation that took place between Adam and his family. There are a lot of phone calls that Adam made and a lot of emails that went back and forth about what would happen here or what would this look like or, you know, I mean, Adam knows his country too, but he really wanted to make sure that he was depicting it as accurately as he possibly could. And then Adam's family back on country um, have developed a dictionary of the local language, of, uh, an Ajnamatna dictionary. And he shared that with me and, and with us and um, it's their way of recording and, and bringing their language back to life. And Adam's learning it himself and I came to learn some of the words. And it just happened, I don't know how or why it happened. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Adam said why don't we use some language in it? And then suddenly we just started using more and we were able to replace words, you know, rather than use the word kangaroo, it's, it's ulu in the, um, in the book. And it was just such an incredible process. And it took quite a, like quite a long time for it to all come together. But I think giving it that time, giving the time to have conversations with family makes the book so much richer and when you read the words out loud, it's, it's a fabulous experience for the reader. So, and I came to learn some of the words. So you'll see on, you know, one of the early pages talks about some of the birds because the bird life where Adam's from is incredible. And when you see the word wakala, which is the crow, Adam would sort of say it as it sounds. So, uh, he's, you know, it's the wakala, wakala, which it actually sounds like the, the bird itself. So it's just such an amazing um thing to be able to incorporate Adam's language in this book and give kids that exposure to it, which I, I think is fantastic. Now, David, as I was saying earlier, the joy, the grace of the dance moves and the cheekiness of the kids, these really shine through your illustrations. Tell us about the process that went into depicting these stories so vividly and accurately. Even though it's like a different country from, from where, where I'm from, like I, I'm a Bakinji man myself, so it was pretty tricky, you know, getting the scenery correct and there was a lot of back and forth between myself and Ellie and and Adam and uh, the rest of the team. So yeah, it was it was it was like even the the face painting and like the markings, clothing, like everything. Like it was there was a lot of research that was involved in that. With this book, like ceremony, it's such a fun book. It's great that you know there's language in there, but it's just like you know I had fun drawing this. I was giggling when I was actually painting the was a little uh, uh, little page in there where. There's a bit of dingo poo incident and, yeah, I was, like, laughing during those kids and, yeah, just having fun with it. Like, you know, like when I went back to my country, like, I used to go there annually, learn about the culture and it's, it's very similar. Like, every, everyone has fun, everyone's smiling, everyone's dancing, laughing. So, yeah, it was really good to, you know, to have that, you know, having experienced that, that helped a lot. Whereas the first book, uh, Somebody's Land, was uh, designed for younger kids, what is the, the target age group for ceremony? 
both books are aged um, aimed at kids aged between four to eight. That's the the technical description. But when somebody's land came out, you know, people and teachers were sending us photos and messages of kids reading the book. And I and you know, I got some photos back from a school in country New South Wales where on the same day, you know, the kindergarten class who are year, you know, five years old, say, were reading the book. But so was year nine English, who are the 14-year-olds or the like. And I think I think that that's so special because, you know, obviously the, the conversation in the year nine class was going to be probably a lot more complex and deeper than maybe the, the five-year-olds were having. But nevertheless, the book is accessible to all. And for Adam and I, when we when we set out about on this project, Adam Adam describes me really as not only his co-author but his market. People like me who didn't have the educational upbringing that our kids are getting today, and we as parents, it's about equipping parents with the knowledge as much as kids, so that the the, the parents and the carers and the grandparents take in this information and are educated themselves as they are educating the kids that they're reading to. That's a really important facet of the this series, that it's not, you know, we say it's aimed at four to eight-year-olds, but in fact, you could be 48 and, and absorbing culture. Case in point, I'm uh, reading it myself and really, really enjoying it. In my view, a very beautiful book like this one would work very well as an animation as well. Is there any project of releasing it in other formats? I've always dreamt of like doing something, animation of myself, like with and creating it as well. Like for Disney, you know, you get given like a a script and you have to follow everything, everything structured where, yeah, this could be, it could be fun. Uh, I don't know if it's possible. Um, Like there's a lot of time and money goes into making an animation. Like you need a whole studio. It hasn't been discussed, but I'm always keeping that door open. I don't know if, you know, I, I think Ellie would be, you know, really interested in, you know, especially for their kids, like, um, like you know, your, your sons are, like, at that perfect age where they could really appreciate, you know, seeing it rather and, and also reading it, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think it's perfect fodder for screen. I think it's, mm. I mean... Look at the pictures that comes alive on a book and uh, you never know, Bertrand. You never know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we will. Now, Ellie and David, I've taken much of your time, but before I let you go, anything you'd like to add to the conversation? You know, I just encourage people to, um, to read the book with gusto. Um, you know, you don't have to get the words perfectly right or the language, per- you know, pronounced perfectly well. Just get in there, have a go. The, the beauty of um, this book as well is that there's a QR code that people can scan to hear Adam read, the, read it out loud. So if you're not quite sure how to pronounce some of those words in language, you can scan this QR code and hear Adam pronounce it himself and hear the book read by Adam. And if you haven't had the pleasure of, of listening, listening to the voice of Adam Goods reading you a children's book, then you're missing out because it's something special. He reads beautifully and he has a lovely, lovely voice. So, yeah, I just encourage people to get in there and, and enjoy it and, 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 you know, have fun reading it because we had fun making it. 
Eddie Nang and David Hardy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about Ceremony, your new book co-written with Adam Goods. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.